Welcome to Three Shots and a Mango Beer Podcast. I'm Tradell Lambert, and I'm with my co-host, Jessica Lambert, my mom. Hey, y'all. As always, our laid-back podcast dives into real talks about all <laughs> things life. We don't choose our fate, though. A fortune mm. cookie does. So, without further ado, let's draw a topic. Yay. The proverbial cookie. So, oh, well, one jumped out, so we'll use that one. I want to tell everybody that it's snowing where we are today, again. Oh, 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 have we done this already? What is it? Icons and hip-hop. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, we love you guys. All of you icons. <laughs> Every last one of you. And you should holler. But, we're going to pick a new topic. Uh, drum roll, please. So. <laughs> <laughs> the topic is real folded, so <laughs> apparently it's Yeah, sometimes time. we're very serious about how secret these topics are. Oh, chocolate, vanilla, swirl. Living in both worlds. Okay, I guess that's about <laughs> being mixed. Well, it's Black History Month, so I feel like that is actually a great topic for yeah. our, well, this month. Yeah. I mean, we're black, we are black actually every day. Not just in February. And this is probably going to come out after Black History Month, but... Oh, <laughs> uh, but that's the point. Because, you know what? Sure. <laughs> no, it is the point. Because we celebrate... I mean, what is Black... It, like, we, we... Black... Oh, I just black, found everything out... every day. I just found out that Black History Month started January 2nd mm-hmm. and then went to the end of February. And they cut it And short. they cut it. That's drama. Drama. You know how we boycott that? We do it 365, baby. 365. Some people will love it. This is Black History Year. <laughs> Next year, you know what it is? Black, Black History, History Year. Year. <laughs> it's the annual Black History Year. <laughs> the annual Black History Year. That's hilarious. Oh my God. I love it. I think we should. So, we don't really care when this podcast comes out because our history is relevant at all times. Correct. Right? But it's also called Chocolate Vanilla Squirrel, living in both worlds. So, it's very interesting how we jump straight to great black history. <laughs> We're talking about how black we are, but we are also part white. Yes. So, like, what do you think about that? Like, I guess I'm more part white than you are in a way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I mean, but like both of us have mixes on both sides. My white friends are all, my white friends are mainly all, most of my friends, by the way, <laughs> just for the listeners yeah. out there. But they're always shocked when I know some like random white song that they wouldn't think I'd know. Really? And I, yeah. Well, That's sometimes, true. every now and again that happens, right? Really? And I'll be like, oh, this is, um, White Snake. Yeah, right? How do you not know White Snake? Hello? <laughs> what? Okay. White Snake. It's a seven but that's hilarious because but... we're never shocked when white people know a black song. I am. Sometimes. Really? Sometimes, yeah. Well, oh, okay. Really? I, got, I, I was at a camp and this guy was like, yo, put on um, NWA. And I was like, hell yeah. I'm oh. psyched because I'm like, I don't, I don't usually yeah, think I just, that most I just people thought, are. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess because your group, your friendship group is different. Like, I have a white friendship group, too. 
for the most part. A lot of my friends are white as well. But like, I think that they're urban white. Like we grew up in the city and we grew up around black culture. So for the most part, we listen to, even my Arab friends pretty much listen to black music. Mm-hmm. It's certain ones. Some, some of my friends do, some don't. But, um, mm-hmm. like, once, but, like, the friends I went to college with, they put on hip-hop, I'd be like, oh, right on, right? Like, yeah. I'm glad I'm hearing this. But if my, if I'm at a party with, like, hometown friends, I'm like, oh, nice, right? Because they're more country than leaning into anything urban. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, or some of did, them, anyways. You weren't raised Not in the city, them. really. You were raised in the country, so that's why your friends, <laughs> your friends like country music and yeah. stuff. Right, but living in both worlds, so that's it. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like people get shocked that I know every song. Period. Like, like if we go to karaoke, it doesn't matter. I I, I literally I legit know every song. But we grew up in a very musical home. Yeah, well, that's family. True. Yeah, like you. I mean, you. What did you think? You you didn't really. Do you feel like you grew up in a musical home or family? Uh, that, well, family, right? Cause because our home wasn't so musical. I mean, it was, I played though. a lot of we music. Played, yeah, there was music going on all the time. And hell, you gave me a rap Bible. So. That's true. We're a musical family. Yeah, that's true. It's just different. Like, when I was growing up in, in, in our family, um, it was guitars and drums and amplifiers and harmonicas. And I was tripping over instruments at all times. I know but you I would, would spend a lot of time at Yeah, Tim's I'd house. always go to Tim's. Yeah. And then um, every now and again, that would still happen at Great Grandma's, right? Yeah, it's just no, all that, the time at yeah, Great Grandma's. Exactly. So every Saturday. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, no, like when I was there, right? Obviously, it happened less when, because just less people were there. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I still like spend time with the family and the family's musical in general Super so musical. yeah no i mean after great grandma's funeral we all went back to tim's house and then they had a jam session exactly there's nothing <laughs> nothing such musical like jamming after like the most epic funeral that your family probably like it's the most like it's like i think she's the most iconic person in our family in terms of the glue the matriarch right yeah, right and then you guys yeah we we end it with a with a jam session so that says a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I love, I used to, I lo- I'm grateful to my family for my love of all music. And yeah, I love the heck out of white music and black music. Mostly white and black. Even when I, I was with and uh, grandma and she would drive me to... Um, the cottage? Well, anywhere, really. Aurora, she always anywhere. played music, um, yeah. especially... Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. She right? loves the Rolling so, Stones. Yeah, Whereas no, I love the Beatles, right? So you would have got the Beatles from me, the Rolling Stones from Grandma, everything from Tim. Hmm. Like, literally everything. That's the thing I loved about Great Grandma and Tim, is that they played everything. Everything other than hip-hop. Yeah. The one <laughs> yeah. thing they didn't like is the thing I fell the most in love with. Uh, and now I think Tim's fine with hip-hop, too, because then his kids... Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That's all my influence. Yeah, his kids grew up loving hip hop. I literally single handedly taught all my white kids, um, all my white cousins, sorry, all my white cousins to love hip hop, definitely, and reggae. Not all of them love reggae, but all of them love hip hop, I think. Yeah, I do like being mixed, like living in both worlds. I think it gives you like a, a nice, even perspective. Yeah, I would agree with that. On the world. And. I feel like you could be a unifier. Um, like when I see issues, even if like we've had a lot of racially charged issues, 
like I understand that there's a lack of empathy like I think that racism can be solved with love and like empathy because and just knowledge of the the other right because that's what yeah. people are afraid of Ooh, who are you I don't know, on TV, it's... (laughs) Well, that's it, right? Do you know enough? Have you had enough positive interactions? That's why I said love and empathy, because for me, when I look at a little boy, a little kid with blonde hair and blue eyes, I see my family. When I look at a little kid, and white skin, you know? When I look at a little kid who's black and brown eyes and brown hair, I see my family. Mm -hmm. When I look at a Jewish kid, I see my family. When I look at an Italian kid, I see my family. When I look at a Finnish kid, I see my family. And I could go on and on because we have like the most United Nations family out there, I swear. And I love that. I'm grateful for that. Every single day I'm grateful because there's nobody that I can look at and be like, I don't understand. I don't relate. I don't love you. I understand. I relate. I love you. Right? But but sometimes it don't come back like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a challenge. So like our people, like so I'm... I, being mixed, sometimes people know I'm mixed. Sometimes they think I'm Spanish. Sometimes they think I'm white. Sometimes they think I'm black. We talked about it the other day. I was accused of being a woke white girl the other day, and I found that to be interesting. And I didn't even correct them, because why bother? But, like, you're darker skinned than I am. Do you find, do people kind of, be sh- like, get shocked when they find out you're, like, one-third white? Because I wouldn't even say you're... You're like, I, I would say like I'm half white and you're one third because if you look at how our families yeah, are so mixed. Yeah, just how everything's so mixed. Yeah. Um, less now than before. Because all right? your friends know you. Cause, well, because all my friends know me, but from like just, uh, just everyone, right? Mm-hmm. I think as you grow up, you understand more how things just work with people. So... Like yeah no I could <laughs> I could be mixed and people would be like oh yeah no that well you that have checks, mixed hair right? and mixed features like I really believe that I tell you that all the time I feel like your skin's more chocolatey but like you have more mixed well you have like a beautiful skin tone I love it but you have more mixed feet like you you could I can see the British I can see the right. like I can see the Lambert Google in thinks you. I'm a white guy. So yeah, because you have like Lambert. I can look at you and see Lambert as much as I can, of course, see like from your dad's side and stuff, and even his sides mixed. Um, I can see Lambert like you know mm-hmm. all over you. You look like my grandfather. You look like Tim. You got you have the same features, um, but you're just brown. And like that's the difference. Like, but like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, you're not that. Otherwise, you you pretty much just look like our family mm-hmm. on that side. Um, I think that's why old people might approach me. Old fe- people feel super comfortable approaching me, and I don't know why. <laughs> Even if I throw on my angry look, <laughs> they're just like, oh, why do you do what that? Do you do? Well, why are you putting your angry look for old people? <laughs> not, not for old people specifically. It's when I don't want to get bugged. So if I'm out in public sketching, for example, I might. <laughs> you look like an angry <laughs> sketcher. <I> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so weird. And I don't want. It's when I don't want to be approached, and then I'll just put on like a slight scowl. <laughs> we'll still get and most people will avoid me except for old white oh I've never done that I've never when someone's about to hand you a flyer you don't change your face I don't want that yeah, flyer yeah I'm, I'm nicer because I feel bad like I'm about to reject so I'm like no thank you 
I feel bad. Like I, I throw think... on the face first, and then if they come to me, I won't be mean. Obviously, I'll say, "Oh yeah." I did it when I was or I'll take it. I'll up. probably it's just a take young it. Person thing. I did it when I was growing up. Like I used to be real. Like, oh my face when I was growing. I was such a pretty girl. I don't know why I constantly screwed my face up, but just a screw face for days when I was a teen. My grandma couldn't stand it. <laughs> Cut eye, kiss teeth all day long. The, the, the side of the lip going up, my nose wrinkle it. Like, I constantly screwed my face at everyone. I don't go that time. far. Because oh, no, I don't want to look like an angry black man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not it. I just want to look like, hey, don't bother me. <laughs> like, I'm slightly peeved or I'm in a rush or something yeah. like that. Yeah, no, I think I did it as a defense mechanism growing up. I think I just... I think I didn't have a ton of self-esteem. I think I actually just thought people were thinking the worst already. And so my face was reflecting what I thought you thought type of thing. And then I grew up and realized not to do that. I'm a little the opposite. I think people are thinking the worst, so I'm more friendly, right? Like if I walk into a shop, for example, I'll go, hello, to the the convenience store guy, for example, right? Just because... Well, you're probably thinking the worst right now. I'm just going to diffuse that. So you're more friendly because you think they're thinking the worst. Yeah, Yeah. I have become like that. Mm -hmm. And I learned, I would say that was a skill over time, right? But I think like, yeah, when I was younger, I I don't think I knew that skill. That's all. My grandma used to say, Jesus, Jesse, you're so beautiful. Why would you ever make your face like that? (laughs) That's just so funny. Oh my gosh. So what what else about being mixed? I mean, I definitely think like, when the George Floyd stuff was happening, I found that to be probably one of the most challenging and rewarding times to be mixed because challenging because I expected all my white family to stand up and make a grand gesture of love and acceptance and basically um, solidarity mm-hmm. because I did not see this as a black fight. I see this as a human fight. And love should conquer all. And these are the people that raised me, for God's sakes. So where are all your squares? Where is all your love? Where where are where's your support? Where is your denouncing? And that hurt when I didn't see that from some people. And that is a challenge. But you know what? Sometimes you don't see that from the black community either. And it's a whole other type of challenge, right? But I think I just because I was raised by, by, I was raised in my white family, I did expect a certain amount of support. But then on the other hand, you know, we had people like some of, some of your friends, God bless them, sweetest people in the world, I love them so much. Um, they reached out and said, okay, I want to understand this more. Like, help me understand. And we had great dialogue and fantastic conversation and I felt so loved and, and so accepted and, and so heard. And I mean, honestly, your friends were probably the highlight for me of that time in terms of, and maybe that's a generational thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a part of it. Um, And my friends don't go too one way or the other. I think all my friends are pretty logical, right? So when they see something wrong, they're like, yeah, I I kind of agree. And some people more than others, right? But yeah, no, everyone was pretty good at that time yeah and i felt a lot of love and support from matt and tyler and ben mm-hmm. especially i would say um and i think alex and i even talked about it so it was just really nice 
Um, and then from our side of the family, I will say grandma, my mom, your grandma, um, <laughs> she was hilarious. She bought enough Black Lives Matter shirts <laughs> that uh, every time we came over, she had she a brand new, new one. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. God bless her though. What a way to show that you, uh, like to me, it's just that you love us un yeah. unconditionally. Cause I know, and I, at this, quite frankly, the same goes the other way around. If somebody starts talking smack about white people, I have to stand up and say, I'm sorry. And like, that's not how I see it because I've had so many, like I have so many people in my life who are white, who have done nothing, who are, who are because I am like partly who I am because of them. Like I am, they have loved the heck out of me. They've loved the heck out of you. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, what peeves me a bit is, uh, like terms like reverse racism, right? When you're talking about being biased towards white people, which that's just racism. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? yeah, I agree. That's yeah, not, yeah. if you just look at the word, it's not specifically for. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> it, guys. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and also saying that um, only white people can be racist. No, that's, I don't think that's Definitely true at not. All. That's yeah. ridiculous. So yeah. it's just, yeah, no. I, yeah, no, I stand, I stand with my white people as well, obviously. Yeah. No, I would say that some of the more racist encounters I've had, unfortunately, in my life have not, definitely not come from white or black people. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, no, there's some wild other cultures out there. Yeah, right? <laughs> but. So, I mean, everybody has their own experiences, but that's just my experience. Um, and then also, like, I think it's really important not to assume things by like profiling people either way right so if you see um you know if you see a black guy with a hoodie like that could be you and you're the sweetest loving most teddy bear no there's nothing no first I've of all had what's people wrong across with the street. a criminal i've had like, people sorry, run... what's wrong with a hoodie when has a, <laughs> a hoodie become a criminal right when has i i never i thought that was just to keep us warm what is this <laughs> No, I've had people cross the street. I've also had people run faster in the stairwell. Oh my um, god! But <laughs> that's horrible. I got that lady. I seen her. Right? She looked back and she held her purse and started going for faster. And then I started going a little faster because I thought it'd be funny. Like, screw you! What do you you think I'm gonna rob you? We live in the same building. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I know. You're just as poor as I am. <laughs> There's nothing in that purse. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, I think, and, and that's so unfortunate, and that just comes back to, like, preconceived notions, biases, which is why we need to be friends, and why we need to break down those barriers, because I know growing up, well, I, I had the opposite problem, and I think, like, that's not good either, like, if you've had negative experiences with a certain culture, um, then you, you can maybe become more sensitive around that culture or right like that's just it's just so important not to like paint everybody with the same brush and i think like the same thing you could see a biker dude you know like a white biker dude and assume the worst and at the same time the guy's like the sweetest i have a cousin that's a white biker dude and he's like one of the biggest hearts i know one of the most loving sweetest kindest people that i know so i really don't think that you can go off of a profile no yeah, at all, and um, yeah, people shouldn't do that. 
I also don't even know if anymore there is such thing as, I know this is contentious, but white music or black music or I think love is love, music is music, people are people. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree with that because um, especially America being like kind of the, for, <laughs> yeah, exactly, the forerunner of most entertainment in general, yeah. it's all just kind of entertainment at that at this point like american entertainment or north american entertainment or it's all just so, kind of one thing how did you feel like growing up like did you ever feel like strange that you were like the only like because i i i was the only black person in our family until you came along right and so and obviously i'm i'm a i'm light-skinned um and so but I still, you know, was very aware of the fact that I wasn't, like, I mean, our family's really clearly white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fair, you know, blonde hair, blue-eyed, or green-eyed, or but very fair. So it's like, I obviously, even having a tinge of black, it's obvious that I'm different. Um, but did you ever grow up feeling, like, different, like, when you were with your cousins, or, like... Not when I was with my cousins, because I was probably a little too young. Okay. To know, but when we you. moved to Aurora, to Aurora, yeah, definitely. Well, because um, yeah, no, the first place was everyone was there. Black, yeah, yeah, white, yeah. Our neighborhood. So you lived in an all-white was... family, but an all like a very predominantly black or or mixed cultured neighborhood. It, exactly. So, you came so out of it your was home and saw everything else. Yeah. So it was all kind of normal. Yeah. But it's when we moved, I was like, oh wow. I looked at like the class pictures and like every <laughs> everybody's white here. There's not in all these years. There's one one black. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I so, mean, you chose the neighborhood though. Yeah, I know, and I so enjoyed it. I like it. The place is great. When you chose but, it. <laughs> um, when you were a kid, I didn't think about it like yeah. that until we went, and then I seen, and I was like, "This is gonna be interesting. <laughs> this is different." And then. Um, I was always aware. It never hindered anything, though. But I knew I was different. I mean, you, you know me. I, I kind of You're like, okay to be different. Yeah, yeah. I am different. I'm Of course I'm different. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true, too, because you were raised with, like, me fawning over you, Stacy fawning over you, great-grandma fawning over you, grandma fawning over you, grandpa was there for you, your cousins there for you lisa tim there for like everyone just loved you so you i mean why would you feel any different mm -hmm. you probably just felt the same in your family as you felt in your community once we moved at some point when you knew everybody yeah when i knew everyone yeah, yeah but no i always because even at the first place we um we or i experienced some stuff in the school Right, it was a little bit of racism, and I was like, "Oh, okay." In that in the in our first neighborhood. Yeah. Huh, but that's so weird that you would. Ha oh yeah. And like even distinctions between blacks also happen. Like, oh, you're like Carla, you're like, like milk chocolate, you're like really? dark chocolate. That happened all the time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. In our neighborhood. Yeah. Really, I, I'm shocked. This is the first really? we're talking about that. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. At school. At school. How? 
What do you mean how? This is nothing you've ever told me before. Well, it's just probably you forgot. No, right? I'm not forgetting. <laughs> I would remember stuff like that because as a light-skinned girl, I am very sensitive to shadism. I know people think, oh... No, 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 it wasn't like bias. I'm not hanging out with you because you're... But it was more like we were all friends, but we were dis- noticing distinctions or some people were noticing distinctions. So how? Like, right? Give me an example of someone noticing. Like, how would that happen? I'm, milk ch- I'm Mr. Milk Chocolate over here. That's what they're telling you? You're Mr. Milk Chocolate? <laughs> Not Mr. <laughs> is that what you want the world I, to believe? Is that your, is that your nickname? <laughs> Mr. Milk Chocolate. Get a sponsorship from Arrow. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Arrow, if you're listening. <laughs> I know the M&M's just rebranded. You can rebrand too with Mr. Milk Chocolate. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm going to holler at Nathu. Who, who has... I don't want to get it wrong. Whoever makes Arrow, I'm going to holler. Um, but, no, I just... Enough to know that it was Do you think they think thi- that was racist, though? If they actually came up with Mr. Milk Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably couldn't do that. <laughs> it's crazy, like, because we can laugh at ourselves, but, like... No, I'm not saying people can't laugh at us, because I get, I get that. <laughs> I get that. I guess I get that. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. I'll take that commercial money. Yeah, yeah. We're cool. It's not racist. It's, not. it's a compliment. Who doesn't love milk chocolate? But um, I knew enough to notice that that was definitely a thing. So when I moved to an all-white area, it was like, okay, this is probably going to be a thing. And then I had friends going like, you're cool. I wasn't sure before because you're I big know. and you look like you could be scary, but you're dope as hell. I know. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty cool. That's so funny. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. And also, if you think about it, mo- anybody who was kind of like, I guess the other black kids were, were actually, there were a couple, they were, they were mixed. They all were like from like town, the townhouse area. Like, yeah. But that was later though. No, that was later. I, like one when night you first, first came, it was like you. Is me. And um, there's maybe one other at that point. Yeah, one other at that point. There's two. The Somali, there's two of Somalian us. family in our, in, our, in our building? No. Okay. They hadn't come no, yet No, they hadn't either. come yet. No. They, yeah, that, that, those weren't even there. the same age range as me. Oh yeah, right? that's true. I think the oldest went to high school when I was leaving. No, it was just like you and Mike. Yeah. Yeah, that was like to begin with, pretty much. That's yeah, it. <laughs> and and um, oh my gosh, I mean, no, not a man. That's the other neighborhood. Um, that mango beer will get you every time. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Um, and then we saw his sister, and she worked at Sobeys. Oh, Heyman! Really like Heyman, yeah. no, he's Very a G. He came then. later too, though. That was great. Heyman came later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this is you and Mike. That's why we love Mike so much. Mike, oh, Mike's such an OG. We love you, Mike. Yeah. Like the best family forever. Yeah. So there was that, and um, no, at that point there was one more. There was uh, and literally like guys were not talking about any black people here. Yeah. <laughs> we're like just talking. No, there's like, one more black family. Mike is like Vietnamese, right? There was one more black family. Is he Vietnamese? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was another black family who yeah. was it? Oh, Tessa. And I was like, that's oh, not her name. No, <laughs> she came Taya, later too. Taya, 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 she came Taya, later Taya, too. Yeah. That was like, she was so cute. Yeah. Taya was adorable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I liked Taya. Well, I mean, you didn't date her. No matter how many times I was like, hey, that's what it beautiful. is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
And she was actually a, a smart girl and a level-headed girl. Now, I'm just saying, these are the things you should look for. Mixed, pretty, smart, level-headed. Not saying she has to be mixed, but smart, level-headed, pretty, cultured. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, uh, I was aware that that was a thing. But, um, so I, I moved carefully, just like I always do. Um, but, like, the more I went on, especially in high school, there was more, but there's still some things said every now and again. Really? Um, things yeah. were said? Yeah. Well, like, for example, oh, you should date the only other black girl. Yeah, that was arms <laughs> off. That was so arms off. As much as she's such a lovely girl, that was ridiculous. Yeah. No, I was, because I always heard that. And then, um, there was one day she was in the room when someone said that. And then she get, no, had the same energy I did. Like, oh, really? Why do you think so? <laughs> so we just backed each other up. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's, that is, that is, I didn't, see, I, I mean, I went to an all, like a hip hop, all, like very, I wouldn't, not an all black school, like there was a, a mixed school with a large presence. I mean, we had a basketball team, so you already know, like. We had a dope-ass school. But I don't think that... Yeah, I never got... I guess we wouldn't because it was mixed. So I never got... Oh, yeah, no, I did get that. Yeah, no. I did get pressure to only date black people. That's true. Yeah, it's a weird thing, right? The only... Oh, you guys have so much in common. Do you know who either of us are? Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I just really dated your father all through school. So, like, it didn't really matter what people expected me to do because I already made a decision on who I liked but yeah it was weird there was like definitely whenever I was single there was pressure to not date out like yeah it was kind of a weird thing yeah yeah that's kind of weird because like I mean we again we come from such a mixed family that I mean I've had my own journey with that too though like I mean with being influenced and I think that people who content creators need to kind of be aware of the type of content that they're creating and the outcome that like I know that people don't believe this but like you do have an impact on people so what no it's just out of left turn I don't know where you're going with this well but... like Spike Lee for example oh <laughs> okay. and his jungle fever movie mm -hmm. that had an impact mm -hmm. On people and that that like that was a real I mean it was meant to I mean he did very well but also I mean I guess you just have to kind of I mean in this day and age at this point honestly I think that we've all evolved to the point where we understand that race is a social construct and that it's not real and therefore really we are all just human and must love each other and stop with the arms also yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. Do you ever, like, use words around your white people that they don't understand? Like, when I say arms some people, like, Grandma, I love her so much. Because she'll, she'll blank on so <laughs> many things that I say. Like, she'll just look at me, like, gloss over. But, yeah, arms Or I remember at a board meeting one time, I used the word vacative. And I was like, the problem with this plan is... That it has no vacative. And the whole boardroom was looking at me like, looking at each other really like, is it just <laughs> me that doesn't understand what she said? Or And then like, 
Uh, what do you what, explain? And I'm like, you know, vocative, vocative. It has no vocative. And they're like, I might be like 24 at this point. And I just, I, and I'm in a board meeting. I, I was always above my time, like with, with work and stuff. And so they're just looking at me like, they don't know if it's them. Like they should know the word and they don't. Or if, and so finally someone, I think it was like this, like, like a soon senior VP at Scotiabank said, uh, sorry, can you define vacative? <laughs> Is the word backative? Yeah, can you define that? I'm sorry, maybe I'm ignorant. I just don't know. And I'm like, like, you know, like, how are you going to back this up? How are you going to actually make this happen? Like, I don't see how this is going to. And they're like, oh, okay. Is that like a new word? <laughs> and I just went home and told the story to my Jamaican siblings, and they found it to be the funniest thing in the world because they are like, Jessica, you cannot use that word in a board meeting. Why do you think they would know it? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So definitely sometimes I get, I forget that I'm mixed and that I'm so influenced by different cultures and I assume everybody knows it, everything. Like, we all know, are we not all living? Are we not all straddling culture over here? I use pretty even language. Um, I make things up though. That's fun. I like to make <laughs> words up and then say them enough in the right context that other people no, understand it. <laughs> And then they're just saying this word that makes no sense. Tell me a word. <laughs> or bring words back. Um, uh, one word I brought back um, to my, or brought to my specific friend group was Finna. Yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah, that. and that was that was great because I just kept mm -hmm. on using it for like a week until other no, people. No, the best is then when all your white friends go to like different environments and then they're like yeah i'm finna do <laughs> exactly <laughs> they're in a new york hood i don't know if they'd be in a new york hood <laughs> i'm finna get that beer over there <laughs> what'd you say but yeah i like doing stuff like that all the time if it doesn't catch on i'm like ah, I need another word i need to make something else up but yeah so no i i've never um really been questioned on the words i use okay so Overall, you love being mixed, or yeah, I like mixed it. life is the is the, is the it's where it's at, eh? Just helps you love everybody. Mm -hmm. What's your best part of it? Um, it's just being able to vibe with everybody. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I can go anywhere and get along with pretty much anybody, and I think. That's an, um, an important skill to have, right? Just because I've been around so many different people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I like think that it's interesting to see the variations of mixed people too. Like, you know, you'll have a very light skinned girl with like, or, you know, blue eyes. Or like we saw somebody today, yesterday or today when we were out with green eyes and brown skin. Or like just these naturally different, beautiful looks and I think for me it, over time my journey I learned to appreciate so many different variations of beauty because I do feel like when you're a child this is me when you're a child you your I, ideal beauty or what you see is the most beautiful is your mother right so for me that was blonde hair green eyes white skin for sure why would I think anyone's more beautiful than my mom you know what I mean that's my mom and honestly, till today, she is so stunning and so beautiful. Um, but also, so am I. 
and also so are so many other people. <laughs> and so you learn that you can, yeah, as you grow up and kind of kind of come out of that little bubble that you grew up in, you realize there's so many variations of beauty. And so I feel like, yeah, I feel like my journey being mixed kind of brought me along learning about different variations of beauty. Yeah. Do you feel mixed or do you feel like black? Um, I don't know. I feel like me, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, that's real. I don't necessarily... That's <laughs> um, real. I yeah. love that, actually. But, um, no, I know I could just vibe with everybody. And mm -hmm. that's always good. Um, if somebody asks me, hey, what are you? I'll tell them, right? You tell but them they're mixed, right? Yeah, but yeah. no, at the end of the day, I just feel like I'm me. Mm-hmm. You are you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. You're right. You don't have to go into a box or be defined by... We actually just said it's a social construct, so humans are humans. All right. I think that's a good time for a, a jingle break. So, guys, you know the deal. It's time for freestyle jingle. Okay? This is a battle between mom and son. Here are the rules. One topic will be taken from the fortune cookie and... Both mom and son will attempt to sell you the topic with a friendly freestyle jingle. Then you, the listener, will decide who wins by voting for the ones you like the most in the comments. Just comment mom if you want to vote for Jessica, that's me, or son if you want to vote for Tradell. It's going down. All right, Trey, take a topic from the fortune cookie. All right, so we. What? I want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, jeez. I'm tying the bag. We're locked in. <laughs> Tell me. Slaves. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. <laughs> Who wrote the <laughs> created that fortune cookie what? Um, <laughs> well it is black history month so wait we're, we're not, <laughs> are we gonna get canceled from this um so we're not supposed to sell slaves though no i'm we have to make a yeah we have to make a jingle about, huh no <laughs> no i I mean, I don't think so. Uh, let me think about this for a second. You ever have too much work and not know what to do? <laughs> have a little bit of money and not enough to get through? Thinking about getting a slave? Well, no. F you. <laughs> I think that's the turn of events we're going. I'm kind of I'm jumping in there. It's a joint jingle. I would say that, like, maybe, like, <laughs> it's an awkward one, huh? Yeah, like I'm really not feeling it. Like I'm, I'm definitely not feeling it. I'm like, I really don't believe in slavery. I definitely wouldn't sell slaves. I definitely would free them, no matter who they are. I don't believe in it, but I feel like um, it'd be like. You know what? You don't need a slave. If you think you do, you should go hide in a cave. 
Because at the end of the day, you really ain't that brave. In fact, I think that you are gravely wrong to even think like that. You're probably just lazy and fat. You probably just don't want to do shit for yourself. So now you're trying to lean on somebody else who you look at and know is stronger than you. Because at the end of the day, you don't cut it, boo. Let them go. You know you're wrong. And I know that it's time to end this song. Just like it's time to end slavery in every part of our world and yes it's not just history it's time to realize that we are one love every human and real love has begun <laughs> all right yeah yeah it's a weak ending but it was a wicked rhyme you know what i'm saying it was a wicked off the dome most people can't even come like that so i am not feeling bad about my ending okay I have another one in my head, but I can't say it. It's oh, worse than my first two, so. They, I don't even have them in my head when we do them. They just come out my mouth. Yeah, no, like I have most to... of the time when I talk. Well, <laughs> I hear every word I'm saying before I say it. Never, so. I never hear a word that I say it until I say it, which is why sometimes I get myself in trouble. I never hear a word I say before I say it. Like, yeah. do you believe That's that? Weird. Like, do you well, believe me when I say that? There, it's weird. Right? Because apparently there are two different types of people, right? And one who have an inner monologue and some who don't, mm. right? And... I think it's safer to have an inner monologue. I yeah, think. I have an inner monologue. I can do a lot of stuff in my brain, right? I could build a whole, like, intricate city or design or whatever that's why you are the type of illustrator that you are and the type of storyteller that you are whereas i'm a storyteller that bases it on like things i've seen or been through or people i've known and you base it a lot like it's very rare that i just create something out of thin air like there's always some at least hint of influence from the world whereas yes you create brand new things all the time which is amazing Mm -hmm. i'm always in awe of that yeah yeah it's fun i like well, that's why I draw too, right? I like to see something blank and then I'm like, oh, there's stuff. And we're back. <laughs> so, our mic cut out. We don't know when, but... Um... But, we, we, you know, we were enjoying the conversation. Yeah. And I hope you were too, up until it cut out. So, this is part two of uh, this episode. And, uh, yeah, what I was gonna about to suggest was a second freestyle. Uh, yeah, sure. Because sure. Cause the last one was sabotaged by so, my bad topic. <laughs> that was a really... So you admit that that came from your end. Yeah, definitely did. I have a few other bad topics in, in there. In so. fact, I'm going to choose one. it. I think my juju is going to be a little better on this one. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a drum roll, please. I'm about to check this out. All right. We got Pet Log. That's another one of my bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I could sell a pet log all day, actually. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, give me a beat. Uh, I want a beat on this one. Uh, uh, no, no, with your mouth, like beat, but uh, uh, This is Jessica in the hizzy for shizzy. I'm about to tell you about the pet that is the best you could ever have. And I ain't gonna lie about this pet. It's a log of fun. You know what I mean? It's a 
log of fun. It's the pet of your dreams. I mean, you don't gotta feed it and you don't gotta bathe it. You don't gotta take it to the dentist either. It's the type of pet that you can walk around and if someone messes with you, you can hit them in the head with it. And then, <laughs> and then it's A-okay because you didn't do it anyway. It was your pet. And they might put it down, but I mean, if they put down your log, don't bring a frown. Be happy. He got away with that, yo. It was all the pet log, and then you got to go. So, just have one or two. Shit, if you're real bad, you might want a few. Pet logs, they sleep real tight. Pet logs, you can hug them at night. Pet logs, they make everything all right. I think you should get a pet log, because they're out of sight. I think I might have endorsed a crime there. I was just a joking. I want to be clear. I do not. I do not. I do not endorse hitting people with pet logs. <laughs> do you need a beat? Um, no. I'm I give you don't one. Think I, do. <laughs> I really enjoyed having a beat. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Pet logs. You got it. Bring them to their friends. They're outside. Oh my god. You got tree. You got pet log. And it's a whole mess of fun. <laughs> okay, I honestly feel like that was so bad that I have to do a second one. <laughs> it was really bad. I got, yeah, a, I got I another one. I want, to, I want to do another one. I want to do another one. Don't get a dog. Don't get a frog. You want the best pet, then you want a pet log. Yeah, because it's so cool. Some people may call you a fool, but they're the ones who are really dumb. They're out there picking up the poo of their pets from their bum. Your log is real chill. Your log is such a thrill. <laughs> 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 I think I just <laughs> nobody wants this jingle though. <laughs> Highest bidder gets that jingle, guys. <laughs> okay. Well, I did not intentionally say. <laughs> As we know from the first part of this episode, I do not think before I speak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> So just get yourself a pet log for real. There. And so now it's the end of my jingle. Are you poor? Go outside. <laughs> get a pet log. It cannot hide. <laughs> let's, let's bounce. Let's do one together. Um. Pet log is fun. It was a good, good topic. Good topic. Much better than slaves. Yeah. <laughs> You don't need a slave. Get a pet log. It will sit there like a bump on a log. <laughs> you wrote log with log. Yeah. I like, think you could do that's that. That's how Nicki Minaj rhymes. <laughs> I'm just trying to do what the greats do. I'm here with a drink. Drinking my drink. <laughs> you can't get any of my drink. You stink. He has no drink. <laughs> he is a drink. <laughs> I'm just in my mink, drinking my drink. <laughs> what do you think? 
Y'all want a drink? None of you get one because y'all too stink. <laughs> Thought this was about a log. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, this is rhyming with rhymes. And then you said log and log. That didn't rhyme. Okay, okay. we got to do a joint jam on a log. Now, okay? <laughs> Why are we still doing this? this I wanted a log. log and my I wanted a pet. My mom said no. So I thought I was going to show her for sure. <laughs> You're going to leave me with show? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. A good MC can pick it up from wherever. As my, as my last jingle, we know I'm not a good MC. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. The hood has ruined us. But you know, I, I could go out. She said go, though. <laughs> she said go. So I went outside with my best friend, Joe. Joe said, you know, we should go down to the forest for show. <laughs> I'm gonna do it to you so you pick it up. Uh, we went, we ran and ran till we couldn't no more. We stepped on a frog and that was real poor. What's that supposed to mean, poor? It was poor, man. We didn't like when we stepped on that frog. It sucked. <laughs> poor. Then we jumped to the sky. Oh, Oh. oh my. Oh my. Well, that doesn't rhyme. Sky so. and my? No, the jumped in the oh. sky. Whatever your Poe was. <laughs> jumped to the sky. And then we jumped some more. That's what you could have said. Sure. All right. But, okay. We landed on a log and we were like, oh. <laughs> Snap, crack, pop, the log spit, split in two. We're like, one log for me and one log for you. <laughs> Went to Dollarama and <laughs> stole some glue. Then I paid for it right behind you. I might have a log, but I ain't a criminal, G. I'm just a weirdo with a pet that came from a tree. <laughs> We got home, glued some junk on the log. And we made it look like that squished up frog. <laughs> <laughs> so a lesson for you if you're poor at home. You can get a log and call it your own. Oh! <laughs> High five, I love our little... That was like one of the best whack-ass rhymes I've ever heard in my life. But for real, this is what happens when you grow up in the hood. You just <laughs> learn to spit like the stupidest freestyles and have the best time doing it. And I think that's what matters, right? Okay, so we're going to choose one more combo topic. You get to choose? Okay. Then, oh, that's okay. No, you can choose. No, you can choose. I chose the jingle. Man, you're nice with it. Alrighty, so... Oh no, why? I don't like it. No, you don't get to do that. It's, we have to at least discuss whether we're going to do It's prom memories. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Why would, who chose that? I don't know. You wrote it, I'm pretty sure. I don't have it's any tight. prom memories. I know, exactly. You don't have any and mine was mid. I mean, so. I missed the prom. 
Actually, mine was good. High school. But, but junior high, I mean, I danced with your dad. I, I remember that. And my mom went, and my big sister, Lynn, and my grandma. And Seton did my hair, my brother's, my sister's brother. That's when you know your family is just all over the place. My sister's brother did my hair. I remember the party afterwards much more than no the party. actual party. I wish there was a party. And then Stacy and I didn't go to high school prom. I don't even know if they're, like, I don't know why. We were so antisocial. Okay, next topic. Hood food that's good food. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry, too. I'm, I was wondering what dinner was going to be today. So let's talk about it. Hood food that, well, definitely craft dinner. Yeah, I love craft dinner. That's the first thing I was going to say, macaroni. Yeah, and then we get real bougie with it. Get the ends. Act like it's a little healthier. I don't know. The organic craft <laughs> dinner. You know? Yeah. Ramen for me, I could do ramen up. Yeah, Mr. I can make a. Was definitely. I remember when you were little, it was like twenty five cents a pack. Mm. I could do a, a three dollar meal in total and makes like it make it taste like it. Ah, I could do a three dollar meal <laughs> in total, and make it taste like it costs a hundred bucks. It's delicious. I wouldn't know because whenever you make ramen, you don't share. No, it's for me. It's mine. So I mean, nobody, you have no witnesses then. Yeah, to this claim. That's fine with me. <laughs> okay, hood food. That's good. Food. Okay, growing up, honestly, ugh, you're so blessed. You complain about what I fed you, but some of the things I seen eaten in the hood growing up were like rough, like peanut butter and jelly wraps. You used to send me to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, okay, you had a bougie mom. It's so a like, wrap. <laughs> there was more, it's more healthy than bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a bougie young mother who, like, I, I mean, my grandma was like, if it's good enough for so-and-so, it's good enough for you. That was my grandma. But you got a bougie mom. So I tried to be fancy. And I don't know if it worked out good or bad for you. But Poo beef? <laughs> no, I love... That's called kebab. Don't it's be rude. Not the way you made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's rolled... Sometimes you don't want a hamburger. You want it long. <laughs> and charred on every side. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you cook now. Thank you so much for all of the time. Necessity. I needed to learn how to cook. <laughs> it was so bad. I was trying. I just wanted to make sure the animal was dead. I just, I didn't know. I moved out like so young and I didn't, it's not even that young. I was like 21 when I moved out. No, not at all. 21. I went to college knowing how to make like full course meals. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't. And I just kept, the fire department came more than once, so... I mean, corn, corn was pretty good, ghetto meal. Corn? Just like corn on the cob. <laughs> corn. Uh, when we were, with peanut butter jelly, okay, so when I was growing up, double-decker peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Fire. yeah. Definitely what my cousin Amy would make me and my cousin Scotty to like, because we would want McDonald's, we would want like Big Macs, and then like we couldn't afford Big Macs, so we would have... A double decker peanut butter sandwich and and then like a short peanut butter sandwich cut into like fries and like then she would like serve us like we're going through a drive-through so you definitely get creative with it and like i did see people in the hood which i did find not cool i'm not gonna lie i've never seen a black person do this this is i'm not being divisive i'm just being real <laughs> so uh i did see people you know raw i mean even my own uncle tim he, raw hot dogs 
Raw well, beef. Well, can't be doing that. Even a raw onion. <laughs> I've seen a That's raw potato. Much. Yeah. I don't understand. But raw hot dogs all the time. That was a big thing in my hood. Like when, because my hood, my hood was a white hood, like like trailer park boys type of hood, and then it graduated over time to a more diverse hood. But um, back in the day, back in the day, like those hot dogs straight out the pack uncooked. Like, that was a regular. That's not it. That's not. And I remember snow, how gourmet I got with hot dogs for a while. I, cooked, I definitely made sure they were cooked. They're super, can't, yeah. That's so disgusting. And snow with um with uh, corn syrup. That was a big thing in my hood in the winter. Snow, like run outside with a bowl of it's snow. like a white trailer trash. <laughs> yeah. Like Canadian, Canadian. Yeah, <laughs> and then throw on some corn, specifically, you know those, like the big yellow corn syrup with the like, it looks like a honeybee at the top of it. It's like, it tastes, corn syrup tastes delicious for sure. I haven't had it since I was a kid because it's not good for you, but. I'm sure it was honey? No, it was, was corn the, syrup. With a honeybee? On no, it? it was a corn. No, it was a honeybee on it. No, corn syrup tastes very different than honey. It tastes like almost like caramel or creamy. Corn syrup is so different. But yeah, that was like some real hood white food. So my hood black food experience and my hood white food experience is so different. No, they do it up. Right? Yeah. Well, like parties and stuff. Yeah, like. I was going to say in the hood, like now when I was in a black hood, yo, it's fried fish, escovitch. Uh, whole wheat hard dough bread. My neighbors would give me whole wheat hard dough bread, fried fish, like delicious. Then barbecue the chicken up Corner nice. Store, uh, patty Corner store patties bread. and cocoa bread. I haven't had that in a minute. I want. Okay, if we're talking that hood, that hood had the best food. If we're talking that hood, that's such a different experience than the hood <laughs> I grew up in, honestly. If we're talking that hood, you had that Indian store with what? that bread. I'll till today I'm looking for this bread. It's Thick cut bread, like a square, no crust on either side, just nice and square and soft. And then they have a little pack of seasoning or something and had like some, almost it looked like, like it wasn't onions, but it looked like that type of vibe and seasons. And you spread it on the bread and you eat it. It is so unbelievably delicious. And when that owner switched, they stopped carrying that bread and i've never seen it anywhere in the world again <laughs> i don't know how to get it i want it is somebody listening to this podcast hook me up with this indian bread i don't know where to get it it's so good that's one of my favorite things i've gotten in the hood for sure that indian bread wow i'm like salivating the food was always like there's always good food near not necessarily healthy food near, but always no. good food somewhere But in near. that hood, but in uh, my hood growing up, there was nothing. I mean, we had the mall, but when we were growing up, that was Harvey's and Swiss Chalet, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, around there, still not. It's still not great. Too many things yeah. if you're just talking about walking distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah other than your mall, right? And other even then, when you get in the mall, it's like not even that great. Yeah, uh, exactly. We had Mary Brown's growing up, but like that was that, that was like when you had money. This is not money food. No. You could, like the other hood, we could eat for for, for really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. good ass stuff, like super cheap. But okay, so stuff we actually made. Oh, what a Beyond Peanut Butter and Jelly and, and like... Frozen pizzas? <laughs> no, that's not good. It's not good, no. No, we're talking food that's good in the hood. Um, like, but wait, what did we make that was actually good other than just peanut butter and jelly and macaroni and cheese? Man, man, we selling hello white up in this. Yeah, for real. Huh? 
I mean, I did give you... Okay, remember when I used to always buy the shrimp <laughs> rings? And then I would let you have the shrimp sauce? I don't remember that. I was too young for that. Okay. But, um, like to remember that. But, uh... I do, yeah. I remember the Vienna sausages. I know. I tried to be fancy. fancy and they're so low class. Now I realize how like not and fancy I think they are. How I first got gourmet with my ramen was cooking the Vienna sausages <laughs> and putting it next to the ramen, and then it just went from there. Yeah, I guess hot Italian sausage is definitely a Lambert staple. That kind of made it into our life. Like I remember the first sausage. time I... This was later. But the first time I used um, sriracha and ramen, Mike showed me. And I was like, you could do this? <laughs> we get it. You love ramen. <laughs> I, I really did. Oh my gosh. So he wants all the flavors in the world of ramen. And I'm looking for Indian bread peoples. And they send Puff... Um, what's his name? Fluffy? They send Fluffy Cake. So maybe I'll get. I don't want. Hold on. I don't want unlimited Indian bread though. Like that's not no, the. If we're I, that's not choose the thing. Unlimited something. Yeah, that's not the thing I want. I mean, what? Do I, I wouldn't want? choose ramen if it was unlimited something. No. What would we want that's unlimited that people would send? It's like money is good. Yeah. Money I would, would like be unlimited good. money, guys. <laughs> but I assume, <laughs> I assume it has to be some type of food. Why does it have to be food? It could just be a gift that they know that you like. Like I like. Well, I don't want it to be Barbies either. What did we like that we wouldn't want unlimited? I like. I mean, shoot, if you want to give me money, give me gift cards. I'll do some. I'll take either art books or comic books or sketchbooks or weird art supplies. Oh, weird art supplies would be so good for you. Yeah. Like or or like um, rare art supplies or yeah. yeah something I'd like create that. a show off of it, honestly. Right. If I I've been thinking about that actually. Um, if I get if I go like um, once a month or once a week to the art store and just pick something random yeah. and then make a live show or just like a show it's in general off of do. what I got and what I create with it, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And call it crafty and creative. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I would want my thing to be. I really like money, guys. <laughs> I love it. You could send it to me from every currency, every everywhere in the world. Send me Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, crypto. I mean, I'm open to it all. I, I do not discriminate. Um, as we know from the beginning of the podcast, I'm open to all cultures and all cultures of money, honey. It's okay because like when you grow up in the hood, you learn to like, like a lot of the times people demonize money and make it sound like it's so awful. But like I've grown up to figure out that's not true. That was like a lie. Maybe like to keep people poor or something. But like <laughs> that's, I think Drake has a line in one of his songs that basically says like people who say that money doesn't matter don't have any money. Yeah. Exactly. If you actually have some money, you know that this shit can actually open doors for you and, and change your life. Yeah. Money won't bring you happiness. Okay. Bring me closer. <laughs> and, and you know what? It brings you access. It brings you convenience. It it, it, it gives you something to leverage. Um, yeah. So you know what? Heck, I don't need any cake. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to lose a little, a little bit of weight. I ain't trying to gain any weight. We all got health goals up in this. So you know what? Just send me some money. And I'll, I'll be sure to put a link, PlatinumRouge.com. Just send us money. Yeah, yeah, just send, send us money. Send buy our books if that's the case. No, buy his books. <laughs> he wants books. He wants books. No, not buy us books. Buy, buy our books. 
Yeah, okay. No, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a money. I'm just gonna put a link on our website that says money. And then you just give it. <laughs> Why? Because they give fluffy cake. Yeah. So if they they're like, what do I give Jessica? She's fly. I like her. She's a real cool girl. She's a good mom. Energy goes into cakes. No energy goes into money like that. Like no, that. money is the best way to show someone you love them. <laughs> Send them a bucket load of money. I disagree. It's impersonal. No, it's personal, guys. Everybody's allowed to have their own values. <laughs> Tradell would like some weird art supplies, and I would like some money. <laughs> There's nothing I'll wrong with that. I'll still take the weird art supplies. Draw me a picture with it. So too. how are you gonna feel? <laughs> Put your creativity. How are you gonna it? feel when I have like eight million dollars from my fans, and you have eight million and weird have, art supplies? I have many personal items that our fans put their heart and soul into. Yeah, how are you I gonna think feel? that's a different type of rich. Right, which one do you want to be? Because, <laughs> I mean, we were one in the hood, you know? I'm saying, like, I ain't trying to be that type of rich again. <laughs> okay, this, let me be clear. I'm not knocking the hood. Like, I'm I'm who I am. I lived in the hood most of my life, actually, if I'm going to be so 100 about it. And so, obviously, it made me who I am. And I want to be clear that for those who I, you know, for people who I love and, and support and even through different, like, ways that I give back and stuff. When I'm when I when people give to me, they're not just giving to me. They're giving to a a, a movement to uplift others. I really do. Like I could never be sitting on eight mil and not help somebody that I came up with or that I didn't even come up with that just needs help. Why'd you say eight mil <laughs> that's a right random number. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna send eight million people are gonna hear this and send me even a dot. Like, at the end of the day, how much do you think it takes? Like, when they bake Fluffy a cake, how much money do you think they put into baking him a cake? It's not that much. Maybe, like, $20? Uh, maybe. So, that's it. Just hit my money blink, and then you just put a nice little $20 cake in there. Like, it's a shipping Cake me. It's probably less if you don't... They cake me. They're going to cake me. Do they give him cake, and they're going to cake me. What's wrong with that? All right, you do you. Everybody's allowed to ask for what they really want. Okay. I feel like we got to change the narrative. It's okay to ask for what you want in life. As an empowered woman in the 21st century, I should be able to say what I really want. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I have, like, make no mistake, I give back. I want you guys to subscribe to Tridel the Comic God. Yeah, that's that's a simple ask, right? That's a simple ask, and that's good. They should do that, too. Yeah, and buy our books. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So there's options. have some cool stuff coming out. But, like, honestly, do you think Fluffy eats all those cakes? I might have some cool stuff already Do you think Fluffy's eating all those cakes? Because, like... You know, sometimes I won't even eat from the na- like any neighbor. Oh, no, I definitely don't want food from any random. Yeah. That's so let me sure. be clear. That's how I know Doreen... I'm going to call out her name, Doreen. Enough people love and respect her. Because we all ate food from her. Yeah. We all ate food from her. I have to trust you to eat food from me. Yeah. If we all, like me, come to your house and eat food, you know we're on a different level. Mm -hmm. A different level. I remember no disrespect to anybody. But I remember one time I I came home. From school, I was in high school, and my grandma gave me dinner. And I remember 
my grandma used to always make like the best, by far, best potato salad I ever had in my life. Yeah, you can hear my white roots. It's all good. Best potato salad I ever had. And, um, and I remember that day I was sitting down to eat dinner and I started to eat. I was watching a show. I, I don't know. I don't even know what she put with it. Whatever she put with it. I know she made it. I know her cooking. And then I tasted the potato salad and I spit it out. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't hers. I spit it out and I looked at her and I said, who made this potato salad? And she said, a neighbor. Well, she said, don't you worry about it because she knows me. <laughs> and I got mad and I said, who made the potato salad? And she said, a neighbor. And I lost it. I'm like, never feed me from somebody. Are you kidding me? Without me even knowing worse? Never. I agree with that. I don't have my list of that people. That neighbor had cats too. That like enough cats. Enough cats. I would go to their house and see them walk on the counter in the kitchen and think, buddy, no star. Uh-uh. Do not feed me where I don't know where it's coming from. So like it's all love and stuff, but I really would not want cakes from everyone all over the place. <laughs> no, I wouldn't trust that. That's my issue with sea moss. Like if you want to buy sea moss, it's like a black market for sea moss. Have you not noticed this? I, well, how would I notice this? Okay, well, everyone in... Okay, see, because you're not very connected to the... Like, you're not connected to the hood at all. No. I, I am still kind of in a way, like, in that I have friends that I grew up with and stuff. And so sea moss is a big thing that everyone's saying that you should have sea moss, you should have sea moss, it's so healthy, eat it, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I, they're always like, I have a link. And I'm like, I'm like, you have a link to sea moss? I'm like, what is this? That's like so weird to me. And I'm like, so I guess you can buy it raw in the grocery store, but you can't buy it processed in the grocery store. And I guess to process it, it's like this whole thing. You have to like boil it for a ton of time and you have to put it in, I don't know, jars or put it in the fridge. I don't really know how to do it. I looked into, was it broccoli, broccoli sprouts? Broccoli sprouts, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it sounded like a whole thing. When, yeah, that's why we threw out the ones we bought. Oh, I didn't that what even know, we yeah, didn't it know sounded like a them. whole thing, and I was like, oh, "It's so healthy for you." Like, Good luck X getting at it. Y and Z. I was like, "Oh, right. huh. <laughs> yeah." So I think Doctor Sebe, one of the things that he really recommended was sea moss, and I think after that, it like really blew up. Um, so look into sea moss, but it is a thing where I know it's a hustle. Like people are out there making sea moss. And selling it. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel personally comfortable. Like, I like to know... I Not that I trust Health Canada, like, perfectly. Because we see recalls in the news all the time. Mm -hmm. But at least they caught it and recalled it. Like, who's watching... Like, that's just me. Like, I just have a thing where I'm like, who... Who makes sure... Like, I don't know. How do I know your cat didn't jump up on the pot? Like, how do I know your, your dog didn't lick the plate? Yeah, and, different like, I just people don't know different that. standards. Yeah, I just don't know it. Did you wash your food? Did you wash it properly? Did you drain it properly? Did you re-rinse it again? Because it says to do all these things. Like, even rice. Eating rice from someone can be dangerous. Because, maybe that's where the rock came from. 
Oh, the rice. Yeah. But it's cooked. Did you have rice in it? Uh, probably. Yeah. But not like so much that you wouldn't notice a whole ass rock. I had a rock in my burrito um, yeah. a while ago. And yeah. I haven't had a burrito since. And I no. love burritos. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> that's a thing. I, also, I hated that. Yeah. I also haven't had a burrito since now. Vicariously. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I don't know. But if you're not washing your rice, that's kind of nasty. And I, I, I want to tell you, if you're listening and you haven't washed your rice before, yeah. <laughs> there's no judgment here. You can start today. There's no time like the present. Here's what you do. When you put your rice in the pot and then you add the water, just swish it around, swish it around. You see how the water becomes kind of gray or whatever, like mucky looking? You want to drain that out. R- drain it out. Don't drain out the rice. Just drain out the water. Then put more clean water in. Then swish it around. You see how it's gray, right? That's gross, right? Drop that out too, right? And then add more clean water and then swish it around. And eventually, you're going to see the water still clean. And that's when you cook your rice. Because otherwise, imagine what you've been eating, man. You know what I'm saying? Imagine. And you're welcome. This is me loving you right now. You're welcome. It's important people know. Oh, also you want to take the skin off your chicken and you want to clean it with like lime or lemon, salt, something like vinegar, whatever you got in the kitchen. Not whatever you got. One of the things I just said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't want it to come back that they heard Jessica say, whatever you have, Clorox. (laughs) No, specifically salt. Vinegar, uh, lime, or lemon. I like lime, but it's whatever, you know? Clean it. Clean it. Like, yeah, even cut up some lime and just rub it right on there. Take off the skin. Take off the fat. Take off that disgusting, slimy stuff. Take it all off. Clean it. Clean it. Okay, and then you season it once you cleaned it all. And then you cook it well, right? That's how you make chicken. Wow, you sound like you know how to cook. No, but... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, how did you get so big and strong, right? <laughs> From me cooking. <laughs> I'm trying to give some people some tips on some basic help. Because honestly, I grew up... I'm not going to lie. No disrespect. I love I love my family. But I did grow up seeing my uncle. And I, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't deny it. Taking the chicken out of the pack and throwing it straight on the barbecue. Yeah, white people don't clean their chicken is what I've heard. <laughs> well, that's what that's I've what seen. That's why my uncle is white and he didn't clean his chicken and my grandma didn't clean. I don't know. I, I feel like as, as I got older, my grandma might so have cleaned the but... chicken a bit. But but yeah, I remember just watching him take it out of the pack and put it on the barbecue. And I remember thinking that was weird because there was no seasoning either. But what they do, they slap the barbecue sauce on. Yeah. Like yeah. That's the only thing it needs. Yeah. <laughs> and like also by the time you take off the skin. So I was a girl. I never ate the skin. I just found it nasty. So by the time you take the skin off, you don't have anything on it. It's plain because you also took the barbecue sauce off. I'm fine with the skin if you're diligent enough, right? Um, but because you could get that nice texture. Yeah, okay. I mean, like but, if, if it's like Popeyes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Um, but no, you could even do that with barbecue chicken. I don't know about barbecue chicken on a barbecue. I've never tried that, but well, it's just... Well, I'm hoping this summer. <laughs> That's a goal. Right, yeah. 
Uh, what was the topic? Have, have nobody <laughs> over. <laughs> so why we can't barbecue for ourselves? When I was growing I up, guess. it was me, Grandma, and Tim, and we always had barbecue. Feel like that's a lot of work to go through for yourself. No, it's not. You turn on the barbecue, and then you put on the food, and then you flip it over to the other side. You have to clean the you. grill, and you gotta. That's that's just you. Just I don't know because honestly, I was raised in. I don't know how. Actually, I honestly do not know the difference between how black people clean their barbecue grill and how white people clean their barbecue grill. That I don't know. I've only had barbecues with white people in my life. And if I ate barbecue food with a black person, or I... Was that like a big event? Yeah, it's at an event. It's honestly at my sibling's house. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then I, I know that he will take... Um, my brother-in-law would take really good care of his barbecue, mm -hmm. but I never watched him clean it. Do the whole process. Yeah, I've never either. seen the process. Either. That's true. So I've never actually seen how a black person takes care of their barbecue. Actually, tag me in some videos, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I need a barbecue. If you don't want to send me money, send me a nice barbecue. I want a nice big barbecue. What? Fluffy gets cake. I got fans too. I'm yeah. not... <laughs> I don't think you've worked as hard as Fluffy yet. So. <laughs> hey, that's not true. I was just working incognito. Okay. I, I was just like, you know, in the dark, toiling at night. Like, you know how that saying goes? I think it's from the Bible, right? Or is it... <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not. No, wait. No, it's, it's Mark Twain. Batman. <laughs> no, Mark Twain. Right? Great men who take flight, toil through the night. Okay, right. do you not know this Mark Twain poem? I'm I, pretty sure. No. I barely know who Mark Twain is. Do you know who Mark Twain is? I'm aware of the name. And I assume he's either a songwriter or a poet. Well, well what he's you're obviously going to be a poet. So, Mark. I'm looking it up, guys. Twain. And then we want to say... So, well, first of all, just for the record, Mark Twain is known by his... So it's, 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 yeah, that's his pen name. He's an American writer. Humorist. I like that. Humorist. What is a humorist? I want to be one. <laughs> so you make people like be funny. Like you're funny. If people are like, oh, that's, you're not a comedian, but you're a humorist. I would, I would look it up before you start yeah. saying that. I don't know. Entrepreneur. I feel like publisher, something like a socialist or a communist. I feel like it's in that vein more than just like a ha ha guy. Really? I would assume. No, it sounds like something funny. So, The Heights by Great Men. So, it's called The Heights by Great Men. Right? That's the name of the poem. The Heights by Great Men. Okay, you were right. I was wrong. So the heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. The heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. Honey, that's my point. I have been toiling upward in the night. So don't tell me I haven't worked as hard as Fluffy. I have been toiling while other men are sleeping. <laughs> uh, 
Other men, like proverbial men. Uh, no, uh, well, yeah, no, I'm aware of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you were uh, the humorous thing. You were right. It's not like sometimes. Yeah, I'm a, her- I'm a humorist. I'm like, people, I'm not a comedian. I'm not going to get you in stitches, but I'm a humorist. I'm like, haha, that's kind of funny. That's, I think that's like a mild form of a comedian. It's like a baby comedian. Uh, I think it's, you have something like comical about you. Yeah, about yeah. your works, about your writing. If you do like, maybe the guy from Garfield like was a humorist. No, right? I feel like it makes someone smirk like in a cheeky way. Like, you know, like how um, Sheldon from Big Bang would kind of be like, like that reserved laugh. Like that's, like it was humorous, not hilarious. Well, yeah, no, Garfield's not hilarious though. Is he humorous? I guess. Uh-huh. You see, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's usually what those cartoons end up doing. Like, oh, I don't think anyone's busting up laughing for any of those. I think I'm accidentally hilarious though, because in this podcast alone, we have actually bursted out laughing a couple times from dumb shit I accidentally do and say. I I think my whole life, I remember as a child, like growing up, like as a teen or preteen, I remember being embarrassed by my accidental humor because I remember, especially. My siblings, because you know, <laughs> you know, it's kind of rough when they get rolling around you um, in terms of, um, yeah, if they find something funny, they're going to hold on to it and take it to the max, right? And I never understood because I grew up in a different type of family, right? Mm-hmm. And I think also like what, again, I could, it's funny because the topic was being mixed and I think this is part of it is that humor on the white side of my family is really, really, really different than humor in the black side of my family, right? But yeah, I found that I, f- I was making people kill themselves laughing accidentally. And I used to feel like they were laughing at me because I wasn't laughing. So I felt like you're not laughing with me, I'm not laughing, you're laughing at me. But now I realize that's okay. <laughs> like I don't feel like they're laughing at me, but I feel like I do say some funny things I don't intend to say and I feel like Hey y'all. We're back. <laughs> From a <laughs> From brief <laughs> Unexpected disturbance. Yeah. Where were we? Um talking about food that's good in the hood. And then we went on a whole other journey. Yeah, we just went on a different rant. I have no clue where we were. You know what? I think we're gonna wrap it up <laughs> as we're going into Easter. We're talking about the Easter bunny and the fact that we have some here. <laughs> it's so cool. So in the first, I don't really remember any animals in the first hood I lived in. At all, actually. And then the second one, there was those dirty looking diseased... Mangy squirrels. Scary <laughs> squirrels, man. I don't know. There were mangy, scary squirrels and bats. I didn't see the bats, but I heard about them. They are always in the news. And so it was like, what the heck? And then we moved to the next place. And there were pigeons, which is so gross. Yeah, pigeons are gross. Disgust. Sorry, Mike Tyson. Just how we feel. We're just not feeling the pigeon life. Well, I'm sure his pigeons are kind of different than just like regular ass street pigeons. Right? I, I don't think so. I think no, like how they're feeding. taking fair, how they're taking care of. But then they, they fly away. Gross. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're all just gross. And they poo on everything. Well, so does every bird, though. Which brings us to the third thing. So now where we live. We have, and finally, finally, we're in a middle class area. Well, uh, and we um, we have the most adorable little bunnies outside. 
I'm still not sure if they're bunnies or hares, but... I, I don't know the difference, but they, they hop around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they hop around, and, well, they're, they're not, like, particularly long. The hares are kind of longer. They could just be brown bunnies. I think they might be bunnies, but, like, they're wild bunnies. But today, for the first time ever, I saw bunny poo outside. And I want to be very clear. As adorable as the bunnies are, aha, you know, if I'm getting a pet, it's a pet log. We've already... (laughs) (laughs) And the reason, the best thing, and we didn't put this in any of our freestyles, the best thing about a pet log is you never have to clean up its It's log. (laughs) So that is it. I, um... I was so I felt like it was adorable. We had these wild little pets outside. I don't feed them. I don't do anything. I don't interact with them. But I see them and I think they're cute. Until I saw their poo today, and I was not pleased. Yeah, no, it's not great. No, and they poo all in one spot. Like, why so much poo, little bunnies? Yeah, and you can't even damn anyone for it because they do it themselves. Like how you can with dogs. Yeah, like well, what's the owner doing? There's no owner. Exactly. <laughs> There's just a wild animal pooing on your lawn and in your driveway and on the sidewalk it's it's really disrespectful i feel like bunnies should not they should find places to poo that are not where everybody goes <laughs> like in their burrow don't they have their own little burrow yeah but they probably don't want to do it there because it's dirty well i mean so they want to do it in our space they don't know what spaces ours are or are not i think they do you don't think they're smart uh no oh i like that Right? Okay. They're kind of just like, oh, we're living and we're doing our thing. We need, ooh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go eat. <laughs> and now, right? yeah, but I feel like they ate our bushes, which is why, which is fine. I'm totally okay with that. They got to eat. But then just don't, don't be disrespectful. Like if you eat our bushes, then go poo somewhere that didn't give you a bush. You know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like that should be the code. The code, the bunny code, the wild bunny code is... Don't shit where you eat. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) I will feed them if they can abide by that code. Yeah. My biggest fear on feeding the bunnies is that it's not going to be the bunnies that get the food. It's going to be like some raccoon or some coyote or some crazy ass animal that I don't want to invite. It probably won't be a coyote, but yeah, no, it could be a raccoon. And then you'll have a bunch of them. Yeah. No, thank you. So yeah, I just... Leave it, leave the bush, leave it to the bush. <laughs> exactly. Let them do their thing and hopefully they st- everything stays out of our way. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the poo, apparently. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> something that's not great. Yeah. Do you think they can read? Maybe I can put a sign outside with a picture of a bunny that says, don't shit where you eat. Definitely can't read. <laughs> do, they say, do they understand English? Uh, I think they understand sounds. Like, if you make an angry sound. Like, <laughs> You have to catch them in the app. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> and then they'll stop doing it. Yeah. Or we could put, like, cayenne pepper around <laughs> to make sure they don't come by. But then they won't be able to eat. I don't want to stop them from eating. I just want to stop them from pooing on my spot. Yeah, I don't think there's a way you can do both. Um. Alright, well, it's all love. To the bunnies and to you guys out there, thanks for tuning in. Yes. Um, and, well, yeah, that's, that's it for today's episode of Three Shots and a Mango Beer. Hey. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. <laughs> Join us again next week on Three Shots and Mango Beer. And make sure you like, subscribe, and also follow us on Instagram at Platinum Rouge because we 
are a Platinum Rouge production. Later, Gators. Peace out.